This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. He's not even cold from the seven vacations last year. And we, Polly and I already get hit square in the jaw this morning with first vacation planning. I'm a little confused. Don't you want advanced knowledge? I'm giving you, I'm trying to give you plenty of time to prepare yourself for a couple of no, very normal days off. I'm talking, we're looking at the first quarter 
of 2023 and thinking, okay, I might take a couple of days off in the first quarter of the year. Is that so unreasonable to you? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Really? Yes. Because you have two days off this first two weeks of I'm getting a colonoscopy, which is day not, off. It's not a day, day off. off. I'm getting my probed tomorrow to look for cancer, Ben. How dare you? Okay, what about next Friday when Paulie you and, and I are taking the are day off early to fantasy? Camp. We have to work. That's a work you trip. You have to work. That's a work trip. You have to work the four days. We don't have a show until Tuesday of fantasy camp. We're gonna have you a have travel to be day. There four travel days, day. early. and I'm not wasting a weekend day for a travel day for work. Really, that is a work trip, my friend. I don't think yeah. we should have to take it off. Like, yeah, I think they shouldn't even bang us for that. Yeah. I got to drive my own car out there. That's not a vacation. It's work, man. I keep telling my wife, yes, it's fun. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I have a cool job where I get to have fun. That's a work trip. I will be working on that trip, okay? So we're sitting in here this morning. Ben just casually drops. Hey, uh, thinking about taking a couple days By off. the way. By the way. You got to plan these things. I don't. I mean, I want to. I want to do it before the baseball season starts. So I'm not. I'm not a monster. It's not like I'm be gone opening day or something. You leaving during the baseball season is actually the best time. A- anyone taking vacation on this show is it's the best time. Why? Because you have content. The day. Tell everybody. A. Tell everybody what you're doing and when when you're going. Well, it's just planning a golf trip with my buddy Scott. Right, for and his birthday. It's his birthday week, and uh, he wants to go to like the American home of golf in North Carolina, Pinehurst, North Carolina. It's unbelievable. I've never been. Pinehurst number two, legendary course, is host to the U.S. Open, the Sand Hills of North Carolina. You Google it. They've got nine courses. Looks amazing. And it's like on a bucket list item, and this is an opportunity where he's setting it up, and I think I should I should hop on board. He wants me to come with him. I think I should go. That's my plan. So what are the dates? It's uh, like March 23rd, 4th that weekend. Then I'll be back on the Monday. You're leaving the 22nd, So it's like though, a week and a half than, before opening day. Right, more than likely leaving the yeah. 22nd. So what are Paul and I going to talk about? World Baseball Classic. That will be over by then. It ends on the 21st, doesn't it? Is that right? Yeah, it ends on the 21st. So you can wrap it all up for three days. For three days. Good to go. So, yeah, what are we? T- what am I talking about? When's March Madness? It'll be uh, underway. You'll have games to talk about. First weekend of games, taking, probably. Paulie, right we're there. taking that time off, too. Sorry, everybody. Paulie and I blame are taking ben. it. Blame Ben. I, I'm not coming in. There's just... <laughs> If you leave, like, if you leave during baseball, I got a game for the night before. We got, you know, the stand. The whole That'll be day. the Thursday before opening day. Yeah. Yeah, we got a big opening day broadcast. That's true. Ready for. But we'll take that time off, too, then. Yeah. So if you get upset that we're off, you can just, that's first vacation in the books. It sounds like a rad vacation. I can't, I'm not going to. Nobody's denying. Right? Nobody's you, don't de- have, you don't have to sell us Yeah, on you're Pinehurst. not selling me on Pinehurst. You'll like, be then on second vacation at that point, at least. I think, okay, what determines a vacation? One day? It's got to be more than one day. It's got to yeah. be more you than one day. You take a Friday yeah. off. Now that's not a vacation. Vacation. That's a long vacation weekend. Day. That's a long weekend. You're taking midweek to go p- play golf. That's a vacation. That's a Well, it's a long weekend is what it is. Like last month, like seventh vacation, you just come to the show for the winter meetings for three days. And yeah, then you say, I'm out. See you later. See you later. It was a long weekend.
Listen, Hardly a vacation. It's not like I was gone the whole week. I'm not going to begrudge you this. You deserve it. Thanks. You do. I'm happy for you. And I there's a, a modicum of jealousy <laughs> in there as well. Um, I was we were supposed to do a big golf trip as a my dad and I, but my dad has clammed up about it. I have no idea what's going on with it, which means nothing. There's nothing happening. So, um, but yeah, I'd rather. You know what? I would rather you take it. Then it will. It's a bit of a dead period for us, so we'll probably take the time and get charged up for what should be the most ridiculous Padres baseball season that we've ever seen. Um, by all accounts, it's going to be certainly the most anticipated, and everyone's going to be fired up for it. Uh, but the fact that you get to go out there and play those courses is going to be—I'm going to be insanely jealous. I'm looking forward to it. I talked to uh, Matt Janella, who's I'm sure been there multiple times, just to get. Some recommendations, because we're not going to be able to play all nine courses, obviously. So, got to hone in on a couple of the top ones to make sure you see the Why best not? stuff. Just take a few extra days. Yeah, you have a few extra days in you. Won't hurt you. Just <laughs> <laughs> play them all. I love busting this ball so much. It's my favorite. <laughs> Vacation's important. I mean, we are in a walk year this year, so, you know, that's important, too. But it's no big deal. Enjoy your golf trip. Thank you, Scotty. Your Manny Machado will be taking yeah, some, hey. several days off. I'll just... Hey, I'm going to skip that trip to uh, Cincinnati. Buddy's playing Pinehurst. Guy tweets in the suite, 16 and Elite Eight isn't enough content. Do you Have you listened to me ever talk basketball? <laughs> ever. I, I, I'm not going to come in here and fake my way through it, bro. I'm not. Sorry. I mean, if that's what you want, there's... Plenty of other shows that do it. I'm not going to do it. I mean, if the Aztecs ended up making it to the then Sweet I'd stay. 16, yeah, I'd stay eight, for that. Yeah, it'd be big. All right, that's all right. Let's make that caveat then. If the Aztecs are in it. We'll come in. If they're not, we're not. Deal. Oh, Paulie, you see Moorhead State's guard last night? I've never seen guard play like that from Moorhead State ever. Like it's not me. I'm sorry, man. I I know it's my job, but if he's taking off, then I'm taking off. Unless the Aztecs are in it, I'll be here. How about that? Deal. Yeah. All, all right. That's fair. All right. Fair. Uh, just wrapping up some of the baseball notes, uh, it, not official yet, but it has been reported that Eric Cosmer is closing in on a deal with the Chicago Cubs. Dansby Swanson's so mad right now. So, so mad. He's just upped his error total by 20. Yeah? If Hosmer is your starting first baseman, Dansby, Dansby Swanson's I had my, uh, my buddy Michael Chen, the Cubs fan at Channel 10, came over. Okay, now I need to really know what's the story with Eric Hosmer, I, you know, is this a the bad move? And I said, well, it's not, it's not something to really be excited about if you're a Cubs fan. I I will say that it's possible that the new shift rules will benefit Eric Hosmer and his, you know, hard hit ground balls to the right side. He, he and does hit it hard, man. Will, will probably add a few base hits to his total, so you would expect the average to go up. The defense. He said, he said defensively. Is he? I mean, where is he defensively? I said, well. I mean, he has a couple of gold gloves, but I, I think anyone objectively would say that he is now a below, below average defensive first baseman. I feel more comfortable with Paul at first than Eric. If I'm the pitcher, I'd rather have Paul Rindle at first than Eric Cosmer at first. That's not hyperbole. There's a there's plenty of clips going around. Our boy Tommy has put together some straight bangers. Of of the defensive miscues over the years, and I as the last media defender of Eric Hosmer, bro, it's not a guy you can't. You're not going to win games with him playing first base. Now, if he wants to to DH, if they're going to DH him a little bit against righties, and actually he hit lefties okay. If I okay, if I'm who's their manager, David Ross, and remember who his bench coach is, 
earning my paycheck Andy now, Mulligan Chief. Green. Andy Mulligan Green reunited again. Am I earning my paycheck now, Chief? Which allegedly never happened. I will go to my grave thinking that it did. Yeah, it's, have you? Am I earning my paycheck now, Vice Chief? Vice Chief. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I. It's great. If I were them, I'd say, Haas, listen, you're going to get the majority of the starts in April, and then we're going to spot start you against some some soft tossing righties for the rest yeah, of he'll your have career. A hot couple of weeks. Oh, he's going to rake. You know, he's going to rake. And then Michael asked me, "Well, is he?" A, a clubhouse cancer, and I go no. I I can't really explain why, but they all seem to like him in the clubhouse, and that never that never really changed, even to his very last yeah, day with the San all, Diego Padres. Now it's weird, man. They they loved him. They did. They loved him. They the, all those guys. I think to a man loved him, but I think that there's some point where you're like, hey, man, we got to put old yellers. You know he's lost a step, so we got to we got to put him out. And and if if winning is truly the most important thing, um, then you know he's. I think this team <laughs> look look what we did without him. It's, the proof is in the pudding, as it were. So you went to the NLCS, and you know you you. We didn't really talk about it that much at the time, as we were so caught up in the the playoff race and then the postseason, but. There was at least an undercurrent of, well, we, we just don't know what happens if they get rid of Eric Hosmer. Will there the, always will was. Will the chemistry yeah. crash? Will Manny Machado be upset that, you know, one of the well, guy, their because, guys in the clubhouse reasons. was we, sent away? We saw it in 2021. Yes. The, the th- mere threat of trading Hosmer almost torpedoed this team. But, so, But the I, actual trade of Eric Hosmer didn't seem to have any effect on the clubhouse but yeah right and and you you did lose loot uh in that deal so um isn't isn't that by definition though i hate to use the word cancer cancer is really serious we're talking about baseball here um is he is that a problem when you have a guy that is not good but a won't take a diminished role won't put in the extra work and it holds you hostage. Isn't that, by definition, a cancer in the term that you're using it? I mean, to me, to me, it yes, is too. It feels like that would be something that would bother me if I was a player. And I saw that. But we certainly never got any hint that anyone was bothered by Eric Hosmer and we in certainly, that Padres clubhouse. We didn't, you didn't see a lot of... It, you did. You heard a lot of kind of... Um, yeah, you know, we've lost some big pieces this year. You know, really important guys, part of this game. We heard that. So we knew, I think, to a man, everybody loved him. But but the proof, though, is that if that truly had value, if that clubhouse leadership, whatever, had value, then other clubs would value it, too. And the Padres Correct. would not have had to give him away. Right. They wouldn't have not had to be paying his entire salary for the next three years because there would have been takers. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, look at those numbers. You know, it's not that bad offensively, and he's got the gold glove, and he's a good clubhouse guy. Yeah, I don't want to pay $13 million, but I'll play $5 million for that. No, no one wanted to pay other than the absolute minimum, which is all the Cubs will pay if they sign him. The Padres will be playing every other dollar of his contract. No one was interested in taking on any money at all for Eric Hosmer. None. And what does that tell you? Right? It's right there. That's the proof right there. That's that that should be what you need. And it's not this isn't like a, a bashing session. It's just it's just the way that it is. And the fact that he's you know, he's gonna be with the Cubs who are a 
a team that are trying to rebuild, trying to figure it out. And hey, who knows, man? Maybe they need maybe they need a guy like that in that clubhouse, a, a glueish type guy to bring those dudes together. But you got Dansby Swanson who's won a championship and he's done it at the highest level. Eric Hosmer has as well. So now you got a couple of guys with rings that have done it at the highest level. Who knows, man? Maybe he has a resurgence. If it were me, and as somebody that has lost their career almost and had to grind his ass back, is he the type of player you could see saying, hey, man, they're not going to keep me down? Like a Joey Votto type, a dog. Is he a dog? Is he going to work his tail to the bone? Matt Carpenter. Right, to make sure he gets back? Time will tell. We'll see what happens. I will say this. I'm certainly interested in watching his progression. I'm not going to rip on him uh, online or anything, but I'm going to watch and see what he does. Um, but I, I just I don't think it's anything, if you're a Cub fan, to be super excited about. It's not the worst thing you could do, but certainly not the best. All right, Brian Baldinger coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, when we come back, Paul, you remember, you're an Aztec. You remember 2020, the map. Yes. For San Diego State. The map. Um, we have an update on this year's map. It's over, actually, in college basketball after last night. Wow. Uh, that is coming already? up. Yeah, it's already over. Uh, that's coming up. We'll be right back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. I'm a street-walking cheater with a hat full of napalm. I'm a runaway son of a nuclear A-bound. I am the world's forgotten boy, the one who searches and destroys. Put it Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Got a uh, tweet in, Ben, about our Hosmer conversation. Mose asks, if it would help 97.3, would I take a job at McDonald's? Hosmer not wanting to go to the Nats is totally understandable. He didn't do anything to void its business. I didn't say that he did anything to void. It just it, it affected the clubhouse chemistry, right? Of And also, the day that a radio host gets traded to McDonald's, I look forward to that day. Now, $20 million, I will be the most happy mealing MFR you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order, please? I mean, Voight did come out on the wrong end of that deal. Yeah, like, no He question. was not going to be traded. Correct. And then he ended up having to go to Washington to because he didn't have 10 team. and 5 rides. He's earned that right. Eric Hosmer absolutely earned that right. I right. never said he didn't. And I didn't say that. He did anything wrong. He didn't do anything no, he wrong. Didn't think, I think they're two independent. How can things. I stick yeah. it to Luke Voigt? Yeah, no, he wasn't like I. God, I hate that chess moss. Hosmer had every right to yep. exercise the no trade. And, he did, and Voigt leaving affected the chemistry. Right, Though both of those things can be true. Right, absolutely, and that's that's not the point I was trying to make, Mo. So uh, I do apologize. And yes, McDonald's, if you're listening. For $20 million, I will come to work there, and you can trade, Ben, anybody you have. Could you do? Could you work at McDonald's for the rest of 2023 for $20 million? The answer is yes. an emphatic yes. yes. Emphatic. I think I might enjoy myself. The, bells oh, the, on. The, the milkshake machine's broken again? Don't worry. I got, I got it. it. I got it. 100%. Salt these fries for yeah, you. It's a little salty. I've always that fry scooper oh, thing. Doesn't that look fun? fun. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the video going around day. of the movie theater guy with the popcorn? No. You haven't seen this? No. Oh, my I gotta, God. I got to see it. I'm going to have to send this to you, this kid. I think somebody's trying to make fun of him. Dude, the way he is juggling these two buckets of popcorn and adding, like, the butter. Oh, he's beautiful. doing shtick with it? I'll tweet it out from there. I used to try to do bartending shtick when I was a bartender. You know, we all saw Cocktail in the 80s, and boy, did that look cool, didn't it? And you saw all the girls that Tom Cruise got when he was... Spinning. What are they called? There's a name for those, you know, the cocktail flare or something, right? Bartender, bartender flare. I was spinning, uh, and I could do one time, like uh, you know, you shake and then you spin once, shake, spin (laughs) once. I could do it once. One time I did shake it and it exploded all over me and the patrons uh, at the bar. So that was. I was in college. I worked at Woodstock's Pizza. Oh, you toss it it over your head? Oh yeah, toss it up in the air, bounce it off the hands. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, I haven't done it in ten years. We need to get some dough. We get some dough. I can do it. The Dairy Queen, and you had to you had to turn the The blizzard over. Yeah, or the blizzard to show that it wouldn't fall out of the cup. You'd put the ice cream in, and then as you're like walking back to the counter, tip it over. Tip it over. Oh look, so so thick and creamy. It doesn't even fall out of the the cup. Save him oh, saying can't. so thick and creamy. Yeah, Thank you, Paul. Right, I don't fire. Today. I don't expect Woods to care about this much, but I I think it was always fun. The Same, map was great. I like the map. The last undefeated team 
It starts with all 360-whatever college basketball teams crowding this map in their little tiny region. And yeah. as every team loses, they drop off, and you're... Your size as you're undefeated, you start growing and expanding your so territory. San Diego State were the only undefeated team remaining in California. The whole state of California on the map would Turned be red, red with yeah. an Aztecs logo on it. Yep. And in 2019, 2020, the pandemic year, the Aztecs, I believe, started 26 and 0. Good God! And ended up, I think it was uh, like February. By the time they ended up being the last undefeated team, essentially winning the map, the entire country was Aztec red at the end of the map. Well. As of two days ago, there were only two teams left undefeated in college basketball. Number one ranked Purdue and New Mexico uh, were the last two unbeaten teams. On Sunday, no wait, on Monday, Purdue lost to Rutgers so they're out. Uh, by one point. So New Mexico won the map and they got to enjoy it for about 26 hours until last night when they went to Fresno State with a losing record and lost to the oh. Bulldogs, and now there are no more undefeated teams in college basketball. The map is now reset until next year. But you still won the, the map. The Lobos won the map. They they lasted one day longer than anyone else, uh, but they lost. I thought the Aztecs were going to have a chance to maybe hand the Lobos their first loss. They're coming to Viejas Arena next Saturday, and I thought, oh, yeah, maybe the Aztecs you know, will knock them off, take their ranking, move into the top 25 again. But uh, it was Fresno State and former Aztecs assistant coach Justin Hudson uh, that handed them their first loss last night. So everybody in college basketball has now lost at least one game already. Just um, and we're barely into January, and it's already happened. Sometimes, like Gonzaga, remember, they went all the way into the tournament undefeated a couple of years ago before falling. They came nearly, nearly went all the way to the end of the, the tournament and had the undefeated season but couldn't quite pull it off. Uh, usually it seems like there's undefeated teams longer than this, though, in early January. So more parity this year in college Give basketball. me a little Aztecs update on where we stand right now. Uh, you know, they are 2-0 and in the conference. They uh, they won their opener against Air Force at Villas Arena, and then a nice win at UNLV uh, in their second game. Uh, you know, fairly impressive win to go into. They dominate. They dominate in that building, though. They play so well when they go to Vegas for years and years. Yeah, uh, have, East. Yeah, they have really dominated UNLV. Something crazy, like they've won 18 to 20 against UNLV there, which, you know, when I was growing up, when the Aztecs would play UNLV, it was an automatic L. Absolute. Jerry Tarkanian. Yeah, they're national I mean, champion contenders at some point, every year. Yeah, at some point they had like 4-25 and 25 all time against UNLV. They've completely flipped the script on UNLV. So, yeah, they... They lost that game to St. Mary's. That's the only shaky loss. St. Mary's, though, is undefeated in the WCC. They're a likely a tournament team, and their other two losses are to top top 10, top 15 teams, yep. Arizona and Arkansas, and they certainly should have beat Arkansas. They let that one get away in Maui. So there's really nothing wrong with Brian Dutcher's team at this point. Um, they are off until Saturday. They've got that always dicey game at Wyoming in Laramie on Saturday when you go in through the That's weather the next game, in, Saturday. Yeah, in January, and you have to make that drive Ugh. and get all the way up through the mountain passes to get up to 7,000-plus feet of altitude to take on a, a team that has not had a good start, but they've been missing players due to injury, and they're starting to get healthy. So that's a bit of a, a nerve-wracking game for Brian Dutcher's team this week. But they get the whole week to prepare for it and uh, figure out how they're going to take on the Cowboys this Saturday. All right, buddy. So that's your update on the Aztecs. We'll come back, though. Uh, we'll talk some NFL uh, the Hamlin story, obviously. Brian Baldinger 
is going to join us. Odyssey NFL Insider, host of the In the Huddle podcast, is going to be with us. And the creator of Baldy's Breakdowns, which may be, might be, the single greatest segment on Twitter. People do a lot of creative stuff on Twitter. Baldy's Breakdowns could be my favorite. It's unbelievable. Pull one, Paulie, and we'll play it uh, when we come back. That's next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. On third downs, the Colts struggled all day. And the Giants gave them a lot of different looks, like two deep underneath here, man across the board. All right, sticky man. Now this cross right here by the tight end, he's going to get robbed by that safety. All right, he's looking down at the number three receiver. So Foles is going to try and get the ball down the field here against Fabian Moreau. Giant strike, incomplete. He makes morons like me. Feel smart, and he breaks it down in a way where I look at it and I go, "Oh, I get it now." Hashtag Baldy's breakdown. Hashtag Baldy's breakdown. It's probably the best thing on Twitter. I mean, if you like to get inside the NFL, absolutely. Well, I I would like to be inside the NFL. I don't have the skills. No, he does, and he presents it to me so I can understand it. And joining us right now is Odyssey NFL insider, former NFL offensive lineman Brian Baldinger, host of the. Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Jason Lacanfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Brian, it's great to have you back on with Ben and Woods here in San Diego. Good morning to you. Good morning to you guys. It's good to be with you. Thank you. Uh, well, first of all, obviously the big story in the NFL continues to be following prayers for DeMar Hamlin remaining in, in critical condition uh, you were on the field. I don't know if you ever experienced something, anything like that with a teammate uh, during a game, but I can't even imagine what it was like uh, just watching it. It was so hard to just watch it from my, my desk at, at work on Monday night uh, to see the pain uh, of all of those players out there was really tough. It sure was. I've never seen anything like this. Nobody has. Uh, we've all been down there in the field, you know, when the gurneys come out and uh, sometimes they got to, you know, bring the uh, the ambulance, I mean, there's, we've seen some dire situations, but nothing like this, nothing with the emotion, uh, nothing where a man's heart is stopped. Uh, cardiac arrest has happened. We have never seen anything like this. So a big part of, you know, the, the, the immediate concern and the emotion that was displayed was just the uncertainty. We've all seen guys that have had broken legs and concussions and have blacked out. We've seen that, and that's bad this. But we've never seen anything like this. And so we still are in a state of 
uncertainty, mourning, prayers, the whole thing, everything, league-wide. Uh, every fan, people that aren't fans of football are following the story and are concerned. And so uh, that's that's where we are. It's just a, it's a big NFL family. It involves a lot of different type of people, not just Buffalo and Cincinnati and the people that were there witnessing it, but everybody. And so we're all kind of following, and we all, we all hope that uh, – there's going to be a really good positive outlook. Baldy, there's probably no great answer to this question. We kicked it around a little bit earlier on the show, but, you know, football, you know, and I said it, one thing I do know for certain, football will continue. That is one thing we know. There will be football played. If you're a Bills player, it's hard to put yourself in their shoes. I can't imagine getting up and going to the facility this morning was a whole lot of fun uh, until they get an update on on Mr. Hamlin. So I I just look at it and I think, how are they going to play this weekend? Should they play this weekend? And what are some options uh, that the NFL could potentially exercise? I don't know what the options are. Uh, I, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you that if you're a teammate of DeMar, uh, it's going to be hard. Uh, this is Wednesday. It's a work day. Uh, they, they play on Sunday. i uh, got a big game on Sunday. But nobody's thinking about the game against the Patriots right now until they know that DeMar's going to be okay. Once DeMar, you know, once, once we can get that type of uh, diagnosis, once we get that kind of diagnosis from DeMar and Cincinnati in the hospital, then I think players can use practice and preparation for a game as – as some kind of catharsis yeah. for what they just witnessed, you know, just take their mind off it, you know, and that, that can be a healthy thing. I don't know. Everybody agrees differently. So I don't want to put, I don't want to overstep my bounds by saying anything like that, uh, but everybody does grieve differently. And some people need uh, a distraction from something so dire, so severe, uh, so close to them. Cause every, every player that's down there uh, knows that that could have been them. You know, it, it could have been them instead of DeMar. I mean, it's a freak accident, yeah. and we've never seen anything like it. But we all know that on any given moment, that could be you. And so we're that close to it. So, I, I you know, Sean McDermott uh, is the head of the family, and it is a family in Buffalo. Um, every team has that uh, and wants that. And so he'll he'll navigate this thing the right way. If, it, if, if practice just isn't in the cards today, it won't be. There, there's ways to get ready for a game. Um, we, they get ready for games on Thursday after playing Sunday. They, this, they can prepare for a game. But their concern right now is with their teammate. Yeah, and you know everyone responds differently, um, and everyone grieves kind of in their own way. If, if a number of players went up on Sunday and said, my head's not in it, you can't, you can't go onto a football field if you're not yeah. 100% focused and ready to play. That's a, that's a dangerous that's right. spot to be yeah. in and it, it's going to be hard to just commit I would think right now you know to say oh yes we can definitely play on Sunday or there's no way we can play on Sunday they may not even know until Saturday or Sunday how they're feeling you're right and uh, I was on uh, the network yesterday NFL network and uh, you know we had a doctor that is uh, pretty well adversed in this uh, this whole trauma that has happened and uh, she said that, you know, sometimes you won't know anything for 48 hours. And so uh, we're not 48 hours, you know, away from this yet. So uh, they're, they're, I, I don't believe that they'll practice and they'll make any commitment to the game until they know the the diagnosis of DeMar at this point. I mean, that's just my gut feeling, but I'm with you. It's going to be very hard to go take the field uh, this weekend in Buffalo in their stadium against the Patriots 
um, if we still don't know what the results are going to be. Uh, we are talking to the great Brian Baldinger here on Ben and Woods this morning. And, you know, we, we did talk about uh, two earlier. The, and you mentioned it. You know, there there's a, a bit of a warrior mentality uh, in the game of football. There's also the bit of um, we're going to use this to our advantage. And, you know, it, it sounds terrible to say, but I think other teams can look at it. Like, it's a huge game. It's a huge game for the Patriots. They absolutely need to win this game. Yeah. Uh, it, it There's implications that are... Far-reaching. Uh, you can't just forfeit the game and and give the win to the Patriots because you'd be screwing the Dolphins. You'd be screwing the Steelers that would have a, a shot at it too. So the the snake kind of goes on and on, Baldy. But um, if they do in fact play, it's hard to prognosticate w- what they're going to do on the field. It's hard to. And this is you're talking about a team that you know a lot of people had picked as their front runners for the Super Bowl. It's just so unfortunate in so many ways. Well, this is how far-reaching all of this is. I mean, the first game this week, week 18, is Kansas City at, the, at Las Vegas at 4.30 on Saturday afternoon. Like, just the opening kickoff of that game is going to be as emotional as anything we've seen in a long time. I mean, because all those players are feeling the same thing that we all saw and we all witnessed on that field Monday night. And so, I mean, everybody is going to be taking the field with a little trepidation about what has just happened and they've got to get through it. It's a mental thing, but it's, it's, it's going to be league wide. And I'm sure that there will be a moment of silence for DeMar uh, before every one of these games. But to your point about the Patriots and Buffalo, how big it is. I mean, it impacts the Miami Dolphins who play the Jets and, you know, if the Patriots can't take care of business, you know, Miami has got a chance to get into the playoffs. So, I mean, it's just, you know, the playoffs are the playoffs. Nobody's really thinking about that right now at this moment. But all of those things, uh, everything is going to be impacted uh, for the month of January and the playoff season. Brian, you mentioned the uh, the outpouring really from everywhere. And, I mean, I don't think we've ever seen this before. Did it surprise you at all? I mean, how wide-reaching across the entire country, not just football fans, but how many people have, have stepped up and are saying prayers for DeMar Hamlin? And what do you, what do you think is kind of – brought everyone together like this i think you know it's america's game uh football fans even people that aren't football fans know the story they know what's going on um you know it's it's kind of what america does i mean it's our game it's america's game and we understand that we love watching it we love participating in whatever capacity that is but we also know that there's inherent danger to a very violent sport and we witnessed it all, it, whether it was directly watching it or hearing about it or watching a replay or whatever it is. And so I think it's just the reality that we kind of love the gladiator aspect to it until something like this happens. Yeah. And then we step back and we all kind of say, all right, we love this. We love everything about it. But we also know there's a reality to this and there's a human side to this. And that's bigger than the game. And so I think everybody recognizes that this is bigger than the game. And sometimes we just need a reality check. And I feel like this situation is that. And I think that's one reason why this thing has become really a a nationwide vigil at this point. Isn't it strange, though, uh, Baldy, that, you know, and I said it when it happened, when we came in yesterday for our first show of the year, you know, I said, this sounds weird to say, but I'm really glad it wasn't on some 
targeting, you know, guy lowered his head, because that would really be terrible for that guy that did that. In the moment, right. you know, you, you yeah. can't stop yourself. It wasn't on a dirty hit. It wasn't on a, right. a play. It was just kind of a freak play. But conversely, you look at that and go, well, obviously this can't happen again. How, but it's one of those weird instances where what can you do to prevent this from happening again, if anything? Well, I mean, look, I, I agree with you about, uh, you know, the, the guilt that would be associated uh, with any player that would make, you know, uh, a violent hit, an illegal yeah. hit, something like that. So I, that, that's, that's a good point. Um, I hadn't thought about that. But, um, you know, we've been playing this game for 103 years. Sometimes we played, you know, with uh, leather helmets, sometimes with no helmets you know, at some point. Um, I don't know if there's any way you can legislate against this. We've never seen anything like this ever happen, yeah. uh, ever. So to say, okay, well, how do we prevent this from happening? I mean, you put extra chest protectors on, whatever. I mean, this, this, I know a hockey player that had this happen when yep. a hockey puck hit him in the chest. And it was, you know, he had a good positive outlook. He, um, out- outcome, he ended up playing hockey weeks later after that with no ill effects. We hope that's going to be the same thing that happened to DeMar. But I don't know if you can legislate against anything like this to happen again. I, I mean, I know we take precautions about protecting players and trying to eliminate, uh, you know, the hits uh, leading with the head in the middle of the field, all these defenseless players. I, I we, we have done a lot of legislation, and it has been a good thing because players have adjusted uh, to a great degree. But this, I'm not so sure that uh, we can put anything into a rule book so that something like this doesn't happen again. Well, Baldy, really appreciate it. Obviously, normally I'd be peppering you with questions about can Tom Brady make one more run with the box? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Yes, he can. You know, yes. It just doesn't. He can. Fit. Yes, the bolts. The bolts can do some damage to the playoffs. Yeah. All those. All yeah, those things. Just, but right now, it just doesn't feel quite right until we have a little yeah. more you know, certainty about going yep. forward with Demar Hamlin. So we do appreciate your insight, and though. It's always great. Keep up the breakdowns, yeah. Baldy. They are just the best thing on Twitter, and Twitter go, can be accessible. Go watch the one I just did on Austin Eckler. Believe it. I will. I will. Yep. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. You bet. There's uh, Brian Baldinger again. You can uh, catch his Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle, with Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL on the Odyssey app. Appeared on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Good stuff there. Uh, we'll break it down right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. My only complaint, I hate to complain about guests, but my only complaint is that just pushing the Chargers on us there at the end. Like, people still know. think. They think we yeah. want I get it the all Chargers the time. To I get do it well talking still. to guests yeah. and yeah. booking guests like, you know, oh, you guys still cover the Chargers? Or how, do, how does San Diego still feel about the Chargers? I'm like, some I'll some admit, like them, some I'll don't. Admit, if I was a Chargers fan, I would love Austin Eckler. Oh yeah, might be my favorite player he's, in the NFL. He's really good. So is Justin Herbert. I would really love those good guys. players. Mike yeah. Williams. And, yeah. But now it, it it makes me nervous because they got Bosa back. They got Herbert. It's like, is this team really going to like come together and make some what sort of run? Run in January? Come on, you can. Because you, you know us, what's going to happen. Six weeks you ago, you can though. blow it right, like you always do. Six weeks ago, man, I mean, they were dead in the water, it felt like. Yeah. They really were, and you're looking at it going, bro, you guys, you know, you can't finish 500 anymore. But, at least. But, like, yeah, you guys are going in reeling. But, yeah, I mean, look, it's your worst nightmare. I, I didn't have, I didn't grow up here, so I didn't have that massive connection. It certainly sucks as a sports radio host to not have an NFL football team, knowing that they uh, have it in Detroit and Phoenix and some other 
uh, places. But you, you, for you, I bum, I'm bummed for you because I know it, it stings. Now Still. they're they're wins this year. Just if we're gonna do this, <laughs> they're not impressive. He's so petty. Raiders, Texans, Browns, Broncos, Falcons, Cardinals. Dolphins during their slide lately. That's a really you're right. That's Titans a really good point. Without the quarterback Colts and their running and Rams back. this week, they have not beaten anybody. Anybody. Nobody. The only good teams they played: Niners. They lost to them. Chiefs. They lost to them. Uh, they even lost to the Raiders. Uh, Jaguars. They got destroyed by them. Any team that's even like in the playoff hunt right okay. now, they have lost to essentially. That should so, make you feel a little better. I mean, can you really count on a team like that to then? Make a four-game run through the playoffs yeah. and win a Super Bowl. I I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. They are a little healthy. Better though. knock on wood. He just did too. Not a superstitious guy. A little, a little healthier. That's for sure. something that would rip your soul from your body. I just it would be, it would be so distasteful to see Dean Spanos <laughs> hoisting the Lombardi Trophy now. It really would, man. <laughs> Really distasteful. Is it bad that I want to just see it for your reaction? <laughs> Does that make me a mean? A bit. Does that make me a bad a li- well, friend? Well, it's because there's a lot of people in San Diego who would feel like oh, yeah. there would be a lot of suffering and, and you know, pissed. churning the People be pissed, like, yeah. Just would just not sit well anywhere with a lot of people in this town. Now, I'd be happy for, you know, my friends and family who still follow your them. and would be happy. Yeah, like my dad. Your dad is still a diehard Charger fan. Yeah, what about know. your brother, Sam? No. He's out. Yeah. Huh. I think. He may be secret. You know, there's a lot of secret. <laughs> there's so many secret fans secret, still, too. It'd be the easiest. Like, if they made it to the Super Bowl, though, it'd be the easiest decision for who to root for. To like, root against, How many yeah. times are you like, I don't really have a dog in the fight. Yeah, I'll throw money a good on game. this yeah. I think there's a lot of people who read the room. And if they sense, you know, you're like me, then you go, oh, no, yeah, I don't, I don't really watch Chargers anymore. I don't like them. Or if they go somewhere and go, oh, yeah, I'm still into them. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I kind of I kind of still, you know, you go with whoever you're with Doesn't at the time. Doesn't that say, that speaks volumes. <laughs> yes, that speaks volumes. <laughs> you know it's dirty. You know it's, you know it's wrong. Yeah, I, I think everybody knows it's still a little dirty, you know, if you follow the Chargers and you're in San Diego. Some people still do it, and they justify it. My brother texted me. He's very out. He's okay, good. very <laughs> out. Thank Not you. Super. I love you, still, Sam. You're fine. Still watching. Okay, just just checking. Hey, look, when they're on, because they're always on, I always watch. I always watch. They're, I mean, every they time they're them, on. They force them on us still. Yeah, that's what I was this, just saying. Uh, this last week, they had the Rams charging him. I don't want to watch this game. Yeah. It's not a good game. No, it's, it wasn't. It doesn't hold any intrigue for me. Please show something else in yeah. this town yeah. at some point. You're you're not a bitter guy. I'm like the bitter one, but again, this is this is the ex girlfriend. We've talked about this a billion times. So, no, you don't want to see your ex girlfriend shine. You just don't. I'm sorry. That's human nature. All right, uh, we got the Rindle report coming up, kicking off our nine o'clock hour. Um, after a huge night in the NBA, people are asking coincidence or not. Ooh. With something that happened with the Cleveland Cavs. Are we not doing sex with robots? I thought what we were. That? No, I don't know. All right, that's coming up. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> I guess we're all going to be soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 